This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You are watching and listening to Chris. And Leicester to Light Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester to Light Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Like and subscribe now. Right, Chris. All right there, all white at the back. How are we doing? Um, well, I hope it's been ages. It's been absolutely. I've run off. I've had a. I've had a rub down with the with the wet Daily Mail, and um, 
I'm back. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again. You're so much better than, than last week's audience. You so are. Okay. Hey, it's Lester Till I Die TV. We um just for, for those for those fans that, that like to point out that I do occasionally make mistakes and unhuman. And yes, I did type in tonight's game. Um it, it probably says something about Leicester City fans when you think that. They watch a video, or they probably didn't even watch the video, but they actually criticised the fact that I put for earlier on for the European preview show that it, the game was tonight. That they, they, they felt the need to comment about that more than they felt the need to comment about the game. And these are fans that are probably saying Brendan should be out, etc. I rest my case. I rest my case. All I will say is Ben Chilwell. Yeah. I know how you feel. This is Lester Till I Die TV. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe. Like, follow, and join in now. Indeed, I tell you what, we, we, it's with Steve Lionettes, and it's great to have him again. But he's doing too well. He's doing too well. This is not Steve. He shouldn't be doing this well. I didn't ask. I didn't ask him on to beat me, but he is doing. Um, and hey, who can who can forget Watford for? Manchester United won. Viewers, <laughs> apologize. I'm continue. Oh, and there's nothing like kicking a, a so-called big six club when they're down, is there? Uh, but, hey, they won the other night in Europe. World of Man United, all I can say is, Carrick's at the wheel, Carrick's at the wheel, E-I-A-D-O, Carrick's at the wheel. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event of the evening. 60 minutes of football fun and banter with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get ready Gentlemen and Steve, you are rumbling really well at the moment. I just saw your little uh, clip there. I think I got that with my prediction last week. You did. Day. I did. You yes. did. So I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry you... I'm back at you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say, Steve? You got Chelsea to beat Leicester. Uh, we all got, uh, in fairness, uh, Villa to beat Brighton. Um, it, uh, none of us got the Burnley. Palace or the um, Newcastle Brentford scores correct. Uh, nor did anybody get the uh, Norwich Southampton one. Don't know where that came from, but you got the Watford one right, and you got Liverpool and Man City. So a good week all round. Should we just give up, Brad? No, I don't know about you. I mean, he had a good week, but it wasn't good enough for it, lads. Wasn't good enough because <laughs> I'm probably still stuck at the top of that pile. So I'm well, all right I'm for now. Well, yes, I mean, 
if we look at this here, this is last week's results here. Um, like I say, you are still top, Brad. Um, but there's only five points between everybody, and Steve is only two points behind you. Yeah, but it's, it's Steve Linex. We all know from his, his masteries of last season and, and his reverse psychology not working this season. Watford and Norwich aren't going to keep winning for him forever. They're all right. Say <laughs> fans. Say oh. fans. I'm not going to fall for your trap of copying other people's homework when they're top, mate. I, I'm going to do my own game. <laughs> well, uh, you are copying that. I must I'm admit. Take me out here, mate. I've got to tip the actor because every time I try it, it bites me in the arse. So, <laughs> should should Steve? Do you think we should mention the long ball prediction league? And uh, you know, let's just have a quick look here on my other screen. Um, oh, hang on, I'm just going. I'm just going down the league a bit. I'll find Brad in a minute. This is this was the first week. I think I started properly following my own predictions, but with the scores, and I think I got, I think I at least got seven points or six and a half. Probably you my got best six, week of in fairness, wasn't a bad result. No, it's probably my best result in about three months. I felt like, um, well, I felt like Ollie, to be honest with you, the way I was going on that, I've got my <laughs> morale boosting win. There. I, I tell you what, tell you what though, you you are still second from bottom in that. So let's just calm the excitement. All right, I'm Newcastle. I, I'm Newcastle. I've just delayed the Eddie Howe. That's <laughs> yeah. I think he's more like a Norwich, don't you, Steve? <laughs> I think either way, either way, with Steve powers, I'll win if I'm Norwich. <laughs> the good news is that Steve isn't in the toilet again, so he hasn't been banned. <laughs> um, which is always good, Steve. It's, ne it's never nice to see you in the toilet. Um, I'm I'm dreading this first one as I always do now with any sort of North London club <laughs> that uh, that you choose. But um, Arsenal will start obviously with the first game. Early kickoff on the Saturday. It's on BT Sport. Arsenal, whose wheels came off in spectacular fashion uh, the other day. Newcastle, who've got a morale boosting draw, uh, but they are now bottom. Uh, Eddie Howe might be back for this one because, of course, he did have COVID last week. Which way do you see this one going, Steve? Um, I fancy Newcastle. Uh, only because I hate Arsenal, but Newcastle. <laughs> I thought they played quite well. I thought they were on. They were unlucky. Um, I think there's a change in the players themselves. You can you can see it. I think there's uh, been something been lifted off the shoulders. So yeah. um, I think uh, the way Arsenal got hammered last week, I think Newcastle will, will, will you know take advantage of that. No, I can see where you are, are coming from with that. Let me just um, update this, and I'll put you in for uh, for the win for Newcastle. Would you agree with that, um, Brad? I mean, to a point. I mean, I boldly predicted, um, not that it was that obvious, but I went. I, I thought that Arsenal were going to get ripped to pieces, and. Four wheels came off their bus that day against Liverpool. And I did say it'd probably be the start of them having their version of what's just gone and taken place at Manchester United, where they'll go on a, another bad run, and this will be a bad run too far for Arteta. Mm. But there's an expression that we use in, in the house, oh, hey, polish a turd, it's still a turd. 
And yeah, he got them playing better football. But this all depends on which Arsenal turn up. If the Arsenal played before Liverpool turn up, then they'll 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 win this comfortably. But if the Arsenal that turns up after a heavy defeat as it has done over the last couple of seasons under Arteta turns up. I, I think Newcastle gets something from this game. My problem is, I don't know which side of the coin it's going to go. Is it going to be same old Newcastle and Eddie Howe still got a mountain to go against, or is it going to be same old Arsenal? And because of that, I'm going to go in the middle and say it's, it's an entertaining draw. Oh, Brad, 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 Brad. You know how I hate to agree with you, don't you? Yeah, I know. You love it, really. <laughs> I don't because I need to catch you up, um, but I, I'm a bit like a bit like Steve here. I, I, I find it really really difficult to predict uh, anything good for Arsenal. Um, I mean, I, I thought Newcastle did well. Um, however, they were only playing Brentford, and no disrespect to Brentford, you know, this is a team that's come up, and you know, it, it's they've got well had they got the new manager bounce because he wasn't there. But it would still have had an effect, wouldn't it, Steve? Yeah, I think you could see it. You could see it on the mm. pitch. Um, yeah. Before when Newcastle had gone a goal down or whatever, that was game over. But there was still fighting them. I think they had some good chances. Uh, they were getting forward a lot more than they have recently. Mm. So I think, you know, the way results are going down the bottom, with Norwich picking up points now, Newcastle won't want to, you know, be too many points behind. So I think um, there'll be a lot of fighting for um, for that game. Mm. I was I was thinking the draw. Um, I want to stick with it. I know I'm agreeing with Brad here, and you know I'll probably choke on this, but I am going to have to agree with you, Brad. And I think it will be a draw. You watch Arsenal will go and win it now. Yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say that. Yeah, none of us have yeah. got it right. Yeah. Um, second game on the Saturday, uh, another new manager, well, newish manager at, at Palace, another brand new manager at Villa. Villa got a good win the other day, um, and they're starting to climb the, the, the table. Um, uh, against Brighton and Fraud Albion, weren't it? Yeah, it was your your favourite. You know, you know that's 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 Graham Potter now out out of the England running. Uh, but uh, oh, darn, what a shame! They uh, they lost they lost to all the you know the previous five as we know, Steve. Uh, they did beat Brighton. Uh, Palace are drawn, drawn, one, one, drawn. Um, sounds like a dance move, doesn't it? But Palace did struggle. Um, to win away at Burnley. It's going to be another tight one, isn't it? Well, like I said last week, Burnley's, Burnley's a hard place to go to. Um, mm. Villa, they didn't really impress me. Uh, I thought with, with Gerard coming in, there might be, you know, the players being lifted or whatever. I thought they struggled. So, uh, you know, Palace is starting to be formidable at home now. And I think with the crowd behind them, I think uh, Palace will win that by a couple of goals. Well, uh... So the, the, the Gerard effect is over already, Brad? No, I don't see how that's the case. Yes, it wasn't the hardest. It wasn't the most cleanest of victories, despite what the scoreline might show. You know, you'd say the scoreline was one that probably flattered them a bit. But yeah. all things aside about my thoughts on 
the Potter hype train. Brighton have had, be it fortunate in my opinion, but they've had a good start to the season and confidence breeds confidence. It doesn't matter how you get it, results do do well. And they have just started to slip. And I believe he's... I, Conte didn't get off to a winning start, did he, as his managerial reign until this week. This is his first win was at the weekend. And that was his second game in charge of Spurs, wasn't it? You've got... In the league, yeah. Yeah. yeah you've just got... You know, he got them off to a good start. It doesn't matter how they did it. That was completely a million times better than what they were performing under Steve, you know... It, they were performing under Dean Smith, sorry. I was trying to say his bloody name backwards. Um, <laughs> you know, so he's getting, he's got a tune out of him quick enough. I think this is going to be one of the managers that does have a good effect because, yes, the other managers are probably far more experienced at this league and, and, and do probably come with a bit more credentials than a managerial expert, especially if you take into consideration people's opinion of Scottish League football. Uh, and that, that's not towards anybody. That's just obviously a general consensus. People have their own opinion on it and, and that's going to play a, an impact. But Stephen Gerrard is Stephen Gerrard. And whether you're 20, 17 or 36, you know who Stephen Gerrard is. You do not want to let that manager but down. Will that, get, will that get him a win? No, away, I think will get him a win and I think he will have a very good managerial bounce. I think we're three or four games away from them really finding out what his tactical, tactical ability is at a higher level. But I think he's going to enjoy a good sustained period for Villa um, with his, with what he'll bring naturally to that team in, in terms of wanting to impress. So, yeah, Villa winning this one for me. I'm going to have to go with Steve on this one. I think you're spot on there, Steve. Um, it, it did flatter them, the 2-0. Um, so, I think Palace, they're just looking good. And I think, you know, Vieira there knows what he's doing. He, he, he's, he's brought his A-game to the Premier League. And it, it's all clicking into place. Um He's not lost, like I say, in the in the last five. So I can see him, you know, get getting the points here. Uh, Scott, good evening to you. He went for the Newcastle win and the Villa win. And Anthony, the Arsenal fan, hello. Just just tuned in to see Brad's board. <laughs> Brad doesn't get his board out in this game. You, <laughs> it's only the Premier League post match. Um, yeah. He went. He went for a, um, a, a, a an Arsenal win. Did Anthony? Unsurprisingly, guess what, Anthony? None of us lot did. <laughs> Sorry. Um, although I was tempted in my in my defence, I was tempted. Uh, Scott said it's going to be a Liverpool win. Um, can you see anything else, Steve? I mean, Southampton. You know, they, they've they've not had a you know they they they, they beat Leeds. They they drew with uh, Burnley. They uh, beat Watford. They beat Villa pre pre uh, obviously you know God, um, but they did lose lose to Norwich, and they're going to lose next week when they play Leicester, of course. But excuse me, um, how do you see this one going? Liverpool's Liverpool. Uh, they're on you know they're finding their form again now. Um, no matter who he brings in on the pitch, everybody seems to be, be clicking and knowing what they're doing. Um, I've enjoyed watching them the last couple of games because I think they're getting back to the old, the old Liverpool. 
So uh, yes. I think Southampton are going to get two or three past them this week. Brad, can you uh, bring any hope for any Southampton fans out there? Yeah, more than that, because I can't see this table that clearly because I'm using a phone and I was looking across and I thought they were playing Wolverhampton first. So I can do them a favour and tell them they're not going to get the result I was predicting because I was looking <laughs> at the wrong team and even were against, for God's sake. Uh, it, you confuse me. Don't drinking before saying, you come on a show, mate. You know? <laughs> I know, right? It's bad. It's bad. But Let's I can't be having you. Let's be having you. No, Liverpool, you know, Southampton A are going to beat Southampton B. They're in too good form. I mean, Liverpool are going to beat Southampton um, because they're in too good form. I mean, the, I don't know how they did in the Champions League tomorrow, but like it matters. They could have played their under-20s. They're already qualified. They've already topped the group. So I'm not taking anything, even if they got beat tonight, um, with any form or getting beat tonight, should I say. I don't know what time it kicked off. But... It won't matter anyway. It won't matter. Them players will be going at half pace, really, today. I can't, it, you know, it's no disrespect to Porto, but when you've topped the group and you've already won it, you, you're not really that bothered, are you? You just, you get out there for, it's a bonus if you've got some youth players to jump on and really give them an experience early. So, mm-hmm. they're not going to be knackered or anything. I, if, if they were playing Wolves after what they did last weekend, I might argue, but because they're playing actual Southampton, I need to learn what right, line to read. Yeah, it's Liverpool win all day long. They are actually winning 1-0 against FC Porto. And there you go. And again, um, they don't even need to win and they're still getting the job done. Yeah. Uh, Man City are losing to PSG. Mm, Poch is out there making a point for his future employees, possibly. Um, I've got to agree with you with you two guys on this one. Um, can't see anything other than a, a Liverpool win. I think it... it I don't think it will be embarrassing, but I think they will. Um, oh, well, that is a that is a very scary thing when you come back to the screen and you can see you can see Brad's face that close to the camera. I'm like, whoa! I won't mess with my eyes, but I have to see so I can start looking at the game ahead and trying to predict who it was. And now I know it was uh, definitely the next game. I know it was easy to look at. Well, it is. It's Norwich versus Wolves, Steve. Um, Norwich. Had a good win at the weekend. Um, they uh, they managed to uh, get the, the well, yeah, I think it was the first win of the season. No, second win of the season. Uh, they've actually won two on the trot now. Two one against Brentford, the last game for uh, Mr. Farquay, and the two one against Southampton at the first one of Dean uh, Smith's reign. A quick appointment. They didn't mess about Norwich. Um, they fairly can keep them up. Can he keep them up and can he start off against the Wolves side? The... I think uh, I think Norwich is going to go on a little run. Mm. I think uh, football's a funny game. And I think uh, Norwich are in the momentum now. They're at home. So it's going to be buzzing. Wolves look good against West, uh, West Ham. Mm. Uh, I think with the momentum and the way things are, I think Norwich are going to get this one. Right. You, 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 you're sticking now. You, Norwich are your second team. We will we, we will call you Canary Steve. Um, Brad, um, North Macedonia, Brad. Which way are you going to go? Yes. This is a difficult one. Whoever thought, you know, what was it, three, four games ago that Norwich would have one win on the board, let alone two. Um, but here we are. Um but Wolves did pull off a pretty impressive 
win against West Ham, you have to take your hat to them. There was not many teams, not many people out there that probably gave Wolves a chance of winning the game. Maybe a few people went for the draw, but I don't think a lot of people would have backed Wolves to win with the form that West Ham are in at the moment and, and, and how well they're doing this season. But I don't know if, I don't know if the effect's starting to wear off because he keeps going for these audacious no, nobody went for no, the Wolves. That threw me off, mate. That threw me off. <laughs> I just seen I, I, I was praying that you that one of us had gone for the Wolves win last week, but nobody did. Um, but yeah, it, this is Norwich at home, and I agree that they're going to be buzzing. They've got a few decent results, you know, and I just have to agree with Steve here. Um, and, and go with a Norwich win because it, it just it just almost reads like it's going to happen like that, doesn't it? He got he got the win, mm. he got the perfect start he could have asked for really after what happened, and uh, yeah, now now they're at home, they're going to be bored. They want to see Norwich do something unprecedented and make it a third win in a row. You, you, you've got to be careful here, uh, Steve. Watch Brad, because he may start. I may go to Brad first for a few games, because he knows that you're <laughs> catching him up. <laughs> he may be playing this tactically here. <laughs> um, I'm just going the psychology and how it's going for the managers. Dean Smith got a win and it's lifted them. Steve made some very yeah. good points, but... No, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is. It's a good point that you both made. And and I, I'm not going not gonna to lie. I, I, I was... Tempted, tempted with 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 the Norwich win, but you said earlier, Brad, about you know you, you polish a poo and it's still a poo. Um, so I'm just wondering, a will it what, what money will be given in January? But before January, you know we, we've been in a bit of a bounce, but Wolves they're surprising me this season. They really are. I thought they were going to. Uh, I thought they were going to struggle, um, but they're up in sixth place. Last five, you know, they beat Villa, they drew with Leeds, you know, they beat Everton, they lost to, to Palace, uh, and then they beat West Ham. I'm actually going to disagree with you both, although I can I can see where you're coming from, but a I need to need to have something different because I need to grab the points up here. But I am going to go for Wolves away win. So, so I told you it worked, Steve. Sorry, <laughs> as I told you it worked, we worked together. Yeah, we got him. <laughs> you have. I need. I need. I need to get some points on the board so, against a pair of you. Right. So the next game is is Brighton and Hove Albion are hosting Leeds. It's the last game on the Saturday. And it's live on the on the telly on Sky. And I'm going to come to you first this time, Brad. I did. I was going to. Um, is your is your favourite managed team going to beat Leeds, or are Leeds going to uh, carry on? Which hasn't been bad form, to be honest with you. I don't think I did it in last week. I'm trying to make it a bit of a segment. This is going to be my last on match of the day game. This is going to be the game that puts everybody to sleep. I mean, nil-nil, it's going to be boring because Brighton are finally starting to lose away a bit and, and Leeds just... 
they're like an, an engine that you can't take over. Sometimes, very on the odd occasion, they've looked great this season, but for the majority of it, they've been so poor, especially in front of goal. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's no nil. It's going to be a draw. Just got that horrid feeling about it as a game. And Steve, which way are you going to uh, for? I'm going to go. I was really impressed with them against Tottenham over the weekend. I thought they were really unlucky. Uh, mm. They could have been two up before Tottenham even got in the game. So I'm going for a Leeds win. I know they got two or three players out, but they're still playing as a Leeds team does. They're playing as a team. Mm. So uh, I can't see Brighton beating them. Well, um, you know, I, I, I mean, Brighton, the, the, their form has dipped. Um, you know, they, they only drew with Norwich. Um, they did get that draw with Liverpool, which was impressive. But they, again, they only drew with Newcastle. And of course, they've lost, but it was to Man City and, and Villa, where, you know, Leeds... They played well against us, but they've still only got the one win, which was against Norwich. Um, and they lost, they say, to Tottenham and they lost to Southampton and drew with Wolves. Um, however, how could I go against the future England manager? And some would have him as the future <laughs> Leicester manager if Brendan goes. And, and you know, Sorry. Brad asked the other day. I, I heard that statement. No, Brad, Brad asked the other day. He said, "You know, who would you want?" And it was a, it was a multiple choice. And he put Potter in there as a future Leicester manager if Brendan left. Yeah, well, I had to yeah. go for him. But may I just say, I put Graham Potter's name down with a face of the eye rolling emoji, like, mm, "Great, I have to put his name in because <laughs> I know it's going to get voted for." Don't that face is what I put it in with Steve. So. Well, I can't go against Mr. Potter. He's winning me over. I'm going to go for a Brighton home win. It is at home, and I think he's going to turn things around because I, I do think he, he is Pep number two, and I, I, I can see him. I can see him getting the win here. So I'm going to go for Brighton and, and Hove on that one. So uh, we're all different. I, 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 you don't know how much I want that to come off. I really want that to come off there. Um, Right, so the next game is Brentford at home to Everton. Now, I will go first on this one. Uh, Everton, they're just in free fall, you know. Lost to West Ham, uh, lost to Watford, as we know. Lost to Wolves, got a point with Tottenham, and they lost to Manchester City. Uh, and it's just... It's just going totally wrong, and the crowd are getting on um, on Rafa's back a little bit now. Um, Brentford again; they've got you know lost to Chelsea and lost to us. Although they put up some really good performances, uh, they lost to Burnley though, then lost to Norwich, but they got the draw with Newcastle. I think. This is going to be. I, I don't. I'm not sure here. I'm, I'm torn between going for the draw because neither of them are on on form, or you know, it's the Sunday early early kickoff on the Sunday. It's on Sky Sports. Is this the game that Brentford turn it back round again? Um, I think it is. I'm going to go for a Brentford win. You know, because I think 
I think he's going. The the um the, the manager is going to turn things around there. Um, if you put my glasses on, as Scott, and he's gone for a Brentford win as well. Steve, are you are you with me, or are you going for something different? No, I'm I'm against Jim. I'm going to go for Everton. Um, I think Everton needs to stop the rot. <laughs> um, Brentford, you know, they're playing well, but they're conceding a lot of goals. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's that's going to be their downfall at the moment. And uh, Everton, they're unpredictable. But like you said, they've had a few bad results. And I think this is the game to uh, stop the rot. And, um, you know, they're, they're usually better away from home now. Yeah. So, yeah, Everton. I, I think there's going to be goals because Brentford have let in 17 and Everton have let in 19. So I think we can definitely say there'll be there'll be goals in here. I just I was impressed with um, Brentford at the start. We we know the start they had, Brad, when they when they beat Liverpool. I just think they can probably do a, a Merseyside double. It's look, it's an interesting one. Look, you can look at Brentford's result and go, oh, they lost four, drawn one, they're on the slump. But if you look at it and break it down, they're reminiscent to how Leicester probably got their season started for the first five or six games, weren't they? They, they got some very memorable results. Manchester United, five, uh, you know, beating them 5-3. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that one always is going to stand out. But then we had our... Uh, 2-2 draw with Burnley's and then the, the, the defeat to Newcastle and then we all know where that ended up going on, a very, very long run. And like you said, Chris, they put up a really good fight against a very, very good Chelsea team. Clearly, a very good and clear public, I would say now, clear favourites to win that league on the form they're in at the moment. Uh, so, to say that, then the real challenge came because they came up against teams that people were looking at their form book and going, actually, you know what? Burnley, Brentford were the favourites against Burnley. They were the favourites against Norwich to, to, to win. And they came up against a team that was just as desperate for a win. And it was scrappy. They were very leaky. But they needed it. And they got it. They got a starting block. They got something to stop the rot so they don't start going on like a five, six, seven, eight game losing streak so like sometimes it happens to these teams when they get off to a flying start and Everton are just absolutely disjointed Gray suddenly you know gone from 1.4 million wonder signing to we wonder why we signed him for 1.4 million Rafa's not liked by Everton fans mainly obviously because of the fact that he managed Liverpool once that's each to their own um, and I think it continues. I think the bad one continues. I don't see it ending at all. I think I have to agree with you, Chris. I think this is the sort of result, like yeah. I said, like what you all said about Villa, you know, yeah, about Norwich. They, they have a result and then they go and match it again because they're buoyed by it. Yeah. I think they bounce off this to get the win. So, yeah, Brentford, mate, I'm joining you with that one. Oh, I thought I'd go different and I thought I'd be on my own there. Um, no, no, that Anthony, was silly. Yeah, we, we, talk- should have, we should have followed with Steve because you know I'm an admirer of Brentford, like yourself. <laughs> uh, Anthony, we we did talk about this in the show earlier. You've read that Rogers is not interested. We mentioned it on the show um, uh, earlier. I did with um, 
uh, Craig, he's going <laughs> to be mad I couldn't remember his name. Uh, as I said, and I'm, we're not going to sort of go down this road, but just to say, yeah, maybe he knows that Pep's over, um, not Pep, that um, Potch has overtaken him in the uh, in the running for the job and on the form we're on that he might not get it anyway. So to come out and say that, yeah, I think maybe he's covering himself. Right. Um, Burnley are at home to Spurs. I have a feeling what way this is going to go, Steve. Um, Spurs, Conte's at the wheel. Um, beat Tottenham. Uh, lost to West Ham. Lost to Man United. Um, drew with Everton, but they did get the first win, as you said, against Leeds, but it wasn't the uh, easiest game for them. Burnley still in the bottom three with nine points, losing to Man City, drawing with Southampton, uh, Chelsea, which was a good result for them, and Palace at the weekend, which was a bit of a ding-dong game, a good one for the neutral. And, of course, they beat the aforementioned Brentford. I have a feeling if I was a gambling man, of course, which I'm not, because don't gamble, children. It's not good for you. And <laughs> when the fun stops, stop. But I would think you might go for Burnley for this one, Steve. All the way, mate. Burnley all the way. <laughs> like I say, I watched Tottenham Leeds the weekend. Uh, Tottenham, they're not a team. They're just individuals. Uh, you can see, you know, the mannerism when they got the rid of the last manager. You know, Conte's coming, but I don't think Conte will change them. They still got the same swagger, and you know they don't they don't excite me anymore. Or well, they never mm. have, but you know. Yeah. So you know, like you say, Burnley's a hard place to go, and uh, I think they'll they'll suffer. I think Burnley will take them. They'll go at them for ninety minutes, and Tottenham can't handle it when you go at them for ninety minutes. No. To be honest with you, and I've got to, um, this is going to be the last time I play this, but I'm going to play it because I just love it. Uh, <laughs> this is no, no, it's no, 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 Steve, you, you get away this week, you do get oh, away awesome. with it. Uh, but it is actually, you will, well, hopefully, you'll enjoy it because it's me owning a couple of Arsenal fans, a Tottenham fan. And a uh, Man United fan, but it, and even better, it was actually on Stephen Fleetley's um, Arsenal fan channel. Just see if you enjoy this. <laughs> I did. Uh, but one thing was good was the ESL woke a lot of us up. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then the, the thing, best part is yeah. right with the ESL. Right, a lot of us had one common goal. It doesn't matter we're from Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal. You know, all the big six teams. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, maybe one day uh, it will <laughs> include you into the. <laughs> when was the last time you won anything, uh, yeah. mate? Uh, we, it's six funny, years. Funny. Six years. Yeah, six it's years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? I cabinet that's only got dust in it. Uh, I know. I know. I, I can't take that too. Yeah, you you got that. Big up to you guys. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying. It could happen to your club too. The way we're run and our tactics right now, we would be relegated right along with you. We don't want anything again. It's not about football anymore, and and and. Uh, no, you guys probably won't cool. remember because we, we've won the title more recently than any of you guys. But when we won the title... Oh, God, can I clip that, please? I've got yeah, Spurs, right. Arsenal, yeah. Man United fan in here. And who's won yeah. the Premier League most recently? <laughs> you, you can I'm going to clip that. It's fun, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed that. But he, he, he just, I mean, a Spurs fan saying that, he's just walking into it, isn't he? <laughs> the Spurs fans and the Man United fans and all the top six fans, they're not in, they're not in click with real football because they don't realise that it's it's a money machine for them and it's people really yes. have nothing to do with football. And yes. I think you know it's it's coming across a lot now in football. It's coming onto the pitch where it it, it never used to a, a few years ago, but mm. you can see now it's more about money than it is about the game and the so-called top six. If you know. Not I mean, the top, the top six is definitely a Sky thing rather than a fan thing. And I think the fans have latched on to it. And I understand that to, to a point, banter aside. But the problem I think you've got is that so many fans, for example, Man United especially, so many fans don't remember the pre-Fergie era because of when they were born or when they first they were old enough to start following football and went for Man United, whether that was because, you know, there were, were a man, you know, his dad was a Man United fan or they lived in Manchester. I think, you know, they, they, they don't remember the pre-Fergie days when Man United were, were just another club. So I kind of, when you've been brought up on that success, and let's face it, Leicester this season, we've had two seasons of... of Finishing really well, and you know we're we're throwing our toys out the pram a little bit because we're sat in twelfth. But um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Do you, do you like that, Sir Brad? Yeah, I saw it on Twitter earlier. Mm. I had to watch it twice though because the laugh just always gets me. You know, it does. <laughs> the laugh just gets me every time. Um, the, the the funny thing is that there I am owning a man, the American lady in the bottom right. Um, uh, Rene is a uh, Man United fan, and then there's the Spurs, and then the two Arsenal ones. And the, the funny thing is that the girl that does the laugh at the start of it is a Man United fan, but she hasn't yeah. <laughs> she hasn't responded yet. But um, going back to this, I know you're you're not the, the biggest fan of Spurs. Is Conte going to make the difference? Or as we've as we've said a couple of times, is it you know you know is he going to be like Kuchel toilet roll, you still can't do anything, you know, if you've got the poo on the pitch. Conte must go home every day from that job with the biggest smile on his face because he's had that Daniel Levy over a barrel. He wanted the job, he was interested in the job, they wouldn't pay for him. So he went, right, okay, then I, I ain't taking it. If you don't meet my demands, I ain't taking it, see you later. They said, well, we ain't paying it, see you later. 97,652 choices later, they hire a manager. He doesn't do as well as expected shock horror because he wasn't, you know, because of how low down of a choice he was. He was so down low as a choice, I don't even think he was on Daniel Levy's radar as a manager that was available or could be appointed. Uh, and then when that messed up, he had no choice because every other manager that was probably available at the time when he wanted a manager is now in a job. Hmm. So he had to go crawling back to his first choice. But taking all that out of it, Conte's no more. He wouldn't go there if he didn't think he could succeed. He's not a manager that likes failure, doesn't like it. And he will get a tune out of it. And I think he's honestly the sort of man who would go there. And if Kane continues his bad form for Tottenham, he don't give a monkey that he's playing well for England because he knows he's undroppable for his national side. Let's face it, we all know Kane's undroppable. 
what regardless of what you think of Kane, he, he's scoring goals all the time for England, no matter if they're playing a bunch of, you know, dishwashers, uh, dish servers and, and people like that for, that do, do do have to work every day, you know, in San Marino. It doesn't matter, he's still going to get picked for England, but he will drop Kane if he doesn't perform for Spurs. He's not afraid to do it, Conte. I think he'll get a right tune out of Spurs. He'll give some players who put the effort in that were getting ignored by other managers and give some of these leads a lot. I, I think this will be a tough game, don't we? Ron Burnley on good form, and I agree with a lot of things that Steve said about, you know, Burnley and how, and, and you, you read out their recent results. They're very, they've, they've turned the corner since they got that win. Um, but I think Spurs will edge this one. I really do. Um, I don't think it'd be glamorous, but I think they'll edge it. I think this will be one that, if you're a neutral, you'll enjoy watching. Whether you say uh, a loss, a draw, a one, a draw and a draw is good form. I know where you're coming from, but maybe that <laughs> sums Leicester up more than anybody else if we're yeah, looking at that yeah. being good form. But uh, I, I agree, unfortunately... I have to agree with you, Brad. Uh, Conte, he won't he won't take prisoners and he won't care who you are. He will do what is best for him. And I think, you know, I, I don't know whether it was money or whether the fact that he wasn't going to be allowed his own backroom staff in, um, which he insisted on. Yeah, he's now, and we've said this before, Tottenham haven't done him a favour giving him that job. He's done Tottenham a favour accepting uh -huh. it. And he may regret that now that the Man United jobs become available. Who knows? But he, you know, he, he will go out there. And if Kane isn't performing, he will drop him. And he, he's going to have not Daniel, you know, there's Daniel Levy, but there's also this, uh, the, the new uh, director of football that was the one that sort of said, no, no, no's going. And he'll have it there. He'll have their full backing to do what he wants. And I think he's the, probably the best thing Spurs have done in the last <laughs> at least ten years, I'd say. And I will agree with you, Brad. I am going for a um, Tottenham win. Yeah. So draw it is then. Come on, mate. <laughs> Sorry, Come Steve. On, mate. Tottenham have had the same team really for the last two or three seasons. You go into their squad. Who who can Conte bring in? You know I don't what I mean. Think it's a case of who they bring in. I think it's more of a case of who they get the better best out of by not restricting them on what they do or play them in a diff play them in a different style in the role. I I I do feel that he basically just Nuno went there with his Wolves tactic book and went right. That's what I know. That's what I did. Hmm. That's what got me your rewards. We're going to use that. And I think there's certain players out there that just don't suit that style. Whereas I think Conte, he'll maybe make an alley, you know, a Dali Ali play better and go look back to what he was mm. under other managers before him. I Ali, think there's certain players that have dropped off since then. He's gone, Ali. He's, he's, he's dead wood now. He, 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 be, he, he, he might be, though. He, you might be right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not his biggest fan, but he just seems to have that knack of getting a player like that. Kind of like Lingard last season, you know, when he went on loan yeah. to West Ham. I don't know how he'll do it, but he will do it with a player like that. Well, so. I think when you look at the fact that... Um, and I, I understand Nuno going in there and going, this is the way I want to play, because, you know, look, and we'll come on to Chelsea later, but they don't care who they play. Tuchel has his way of playing and he sticks to it. But sure. just to, to play devil's advocate with you, Steve, of course, you know, we could say the same about Norwich. And yet you've gone for a Norwich win. 
Yeah, but I think, you know, you, you look back at it, when Nuno went there, when he went there, Kane wasn't in the, uh, in the, he wasn't in the programme. And they were playing mm. brilliant. They were top of the league. The style was different. They were playing fast-paced. They got the, the people that were breaking quick, people getting up there. Now Kane's back in. You know, you've gone back to the playing like the England style. It's slow build-ups. It's not getting the crosses in. He's not in the box. So I mm. can't see how Conte's going to change it. Well, we will find out. Um, I, I, I think when you look at just who they've had in recently over the past years, I mean, I don't think they should ever have got rid of Poch, but I think they got the fingers burnt with Nuno. It cost them quite a bit of money to bring him in and then get rid of him. I think they've got it right. We'll see if it, we see if he is. Um, but I think Conte will do a better job for them going forward than Nuno. Um, the the oh, big no. one, the big game of the weekend on the Sunday, Steve. Uh, I'm dreading what you're going for here, but it's the return of King Claudio. I don't know if you can see the flag up there at the back. Uh, hey, old Claudio, Emperor of Champions, and smashing the arse of Man United. Um, kind of, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit worried about this one, I'm not going to lie. I'm worried every week, to be honest, because... Uh... <laughs> Point. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think, to be honest, I think Leicester have lost their, their identity. Um, mm. I think he's, I don't think he even knows what his, his best team is now because he's tinkered and changed things and changes everything every week. Mm. Doesn't even know what his best style is now, what Leicester's best style is, and who's doing what. And you can see it on the pitch. You know, you go back to, you know, putting restraints on players. The players are going onto the pitch, and if he's saying, I want you in that position, they're staying in that position, and they're doing exactly what he wants them to do, but they're not doing anything off their own bat. So they're getting predictable. Uh, I heard the crowd moaning against Chelsea because they were, if you look at the Chelsea performance, every Chelsea player wanted the ball, every Chelsea player was running off the ball, and uh, they were willing to get it back. But you look at the Leicester players, there was a bank of four, bank of four. And they just stood in the positions. They never moved. They never went, made any runs diagonally or whatever. And it's it's all down to, I don't know what's going on, but, you know, no matter how well Watford do or the opposition do or whatever their form is, I think Leicester really, they've got to get their identity back. And until they do that, I'm, I'm worried. And I'm going to the game tomorrow, so hopefully. Oh, are you? Wow. Yeah, so hopefully I'll try and... Um, see a difference but I can't see it to be honest because um I don't know what his tactics are I don't know what, I don't know the identity of Leicester anymore mm. I, I guess then are you going for for Watford I'm going for a draw on this one <coughs> excuse me because, okay. um, yeah. you know um if Leicester go start off really well hopefully you know it might be different, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to change my prediction. But if no. Leicester start off well, I can't see him winning, and um, I can't see Watford winning, to be honest. So no. I'm going to I'm going to go for a draw on this one. Brilliant. B. good evening. Um, he should have had a statue, uh, in fairness, but you know, there we go. You know, we had we have we had a World Cup winner playing for us, and we uh, we still didn't give him a tattoo. We had to go to Stoke to get his statue. Maybe that's just, just me being uh, facetious. Um, Scott going, you can see Claudio laughing at us. We, 
Brad, I mean, that would just be... I mean, he's, he's going to want to win this, isn't he? Because it's an ex-team. And as nice as he is, there'll be a little bit of him there that wants to get, come on, we need to beat Leicester. You know, get get them back for me, guys, you know. And, and I'd still love him if he, if he beat us. He's just one of those guys you can't not love. But can you see him beating us? I bloody hope not. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't care. Thank you for the amazing season and running the Champions League that you put us through. Um, but please don't beat us at the weekend because that's just that would be disastrous. I wish we were doing this prediction show after tomorrow night's game because. That I'm going to say after all the games that would make it a bit easy, wouldn't it? No, you know, it might be Thursday night's game. After Thursday night's game, because that will determine what Leicester's going to come into this game. That I really know, will. Yeah. If, if, if we go and put Warsaw to the sword, not even you know what. After today's result of Napoli losing, I'd take beating them one 0 It wouldn't, wouldn't bother me. Three points is three points. But if we go into that game and and to a draw or even worse we'd lose Watford will turn us over and this could be the start of the downfall that would be the only way I see Brendan losing his position here at Leicester um, so I'm going to go with hope over my head and my heart which is sinking right now because it's dreading the game I'll be honest with you I'm hoping tomorrow's result makes me feel a lot more confident about it but I'm I'm not going to read too much into them beating Manchester United. They're coming to the King Power and hopefully Leicester will be going there top of the Europa League group and feeling a lot better and we'll see a change. So yeah, Leicester win, mate. Sod it. I'm, I'm going for it. It's going to happen. Right. Melina, good evening. How the devil are you? Hope you yeah, are man. well and hope you are. Uh, your health is, is good and with your dad as well. Give my best to your dad. I hope he's is on the mend as well. Melina, looking at the clock, and I know sort of Melina is based over in, 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 in sort of North America there. I'm sure Canada's part of North America. <laughs> she, might, she might hate me for saying that. No, she's over there in, in Canada. Are you still at work? Because if you are, somebody might be very annoyed if you're watching this and mean while you're at work. You know, you know what I mean. Watch it, watch it, Melina. Watch it now. <laughs> she knows it's a private joke. She knows what I mean. Um, I wasn't being awful to her. She doesn't know what I mean. But uh, my my, I'm torn on this one because I do always find it difficult to predict against my team. Um, well. Uh, it's a good job, Melina. You don't want to be upsetting him, do you, eh? Oh, no. Well done, Melina. I'm glad you put that in. Bet you haven't really. Um, I'm just... I want to go for Leicester, like you say, Brad. Um, tomorrow's night game, for me, it is more important than this game. But... I'm just worried. I just... I can't see at the moment where our next win is coming from. And, you know, I look at this, and this is the game that, you know, last season we would have looked at this, guys, wouldn't we, and gone, yeah, we're going to get three points there. We would have gone and got three points. And our morale is just so low. And you made a good, very good point, Brad. 
you know, it would be easier to probably see where we're going with this one, depending on the result tomorrow. Um, uh, I can't go for a Watford win because it's just against, it's not in my DNA to do that. I can never go for a win for the opposition. I'm going to actually have to agree with you, Steve, on this one. I think it's going to be uh, a draw. I really do. Um, why isn't that working? Because I've clicked on the wrong box, that's why. So let's go there and let's put a C in there. I think you are quite right. Um, you know, I'm saying to myself, is this going to be the one where Leicester turn it round? And I just, I just don't know if it is. So yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for a draw and I'm gonna stick with a draw. Um, Man City West Ham for me, the game of the weekend. Um, Chelsea, sorry, um, not Chelsea, Manchester City, four wins out of the last five. The surprise loss to Crystal Palace, West Ham lost last time out to Wolves, as we know, but before that, you know, they had that great win over Liverpool, beat Villa, Tottenham, that's not hard, and Everton having a great having our sort of season, they're having the season and the European season that I wish we were having. Um, it reminds me very much of. Last season, which way can you see this one going, Steve? Well, I've just watched the first half of Man City PSG, and uh, Man City absolutely killed them first half. Mm. But it's a, it's the same thing, you know. It's a big pitch. West Ham like playing on small pitches because you know they can play uh, shorter balls and whatever. Yeah. I think the space might be a bit too much for them uh, at Man City. But um, yeah. Man City as well, you know, they're, they're struggling. They're getting in the box, they're getting the crosses over, but they're not putting the ball in the net. So the longer West Ham are in the game, they've got a chance. But I've got a fancy Man City uh, after watching them first off against PSG. I think they'll do the same against West Ham and I don't think they'll yeah. be able to handle the spaces. They've actually just beaten PSG, um, coming from behind to win it. Um, I'm going to have to, again, I'm going to have to agree with you, Steve. I can't see this going um, any other way other than a, a Man City win. If it was at West Ham, I might have to look at it a different way. But um, it's at, is it uh, the Etihad? I nearly said Main Road then, showing me age. <laughs> the Etihad. Uh, I think it's going to be a Man City win. Sorry, or do I go for a draw? Pitch is too big. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You, you, you're convincing me, Steve. You've convinced me. I'm going to go for a Man City win. If I if I get this wrong now, I'm going to come back and blame you. Uh, Scott said he's using Steve tactics from last season. Hence, he's going for a Watford win. But he's gone two one Man City. Are you making it a full pack, Brad? No, I'm not, because I agree with you. I think West Ham have, yeah, they they lost last week to Wolves. But Wolves have been surprising and got some decent results. So it was always going to be a bit a tricky game against Wolves. Even, because, even though you think Wolves will lose to Norwich City. <laughs> yeah, I do, but that's more momentum than I think yeah, it is. I know, to I know. I know. Uh, you know me, I like to be again. correct when you come out with them. Devil's advocate statements. Um, but I actually think this will be a draw. I think this will be an open-end game. I think it will be fiery. I think there will be lots of chances. 
Uh, and I, I see a very high scoring draw in this because I feel West Ham won't slump like they usually do. They've got Antonio on fire. Um, they're doing very well. They, they're very red. That was probably was that like the first time they hadn't they they, they hadn't scored in a league game for a, a while as well when they when they lost to Wolves. So I, I, I will agree with you on that. I've I've uh, I've no no, I, no, no it feels idea. like it's been a while since they didn't score a goal at least in the league. Um, they're having a good European campaign to my knowledge as well. I don't think they've lost uh, a game. I'm pretty sure they've qualified as well. Again, I could be wrong. I don't. I only see blips of other teams outside of Leicester. So, um, but yeah, I'm going for a draw, mate. I honestly think that West uh, West Ham will nip something from this. Right. So, um, let me just. Uh, my end's going a bit slow. So, um, you're going. Sorry, sorry, Brad. You going for the draw? Yes, I am, mate. Yeah. Um, I need to get these letters. And spoiler alert for the long ball, mate. I'm going for a Desmond Tutu. <laughs> <laughs> now, years ago, you would have said that this was the game of the weekend, but I'm, I'm so disappointed that this is probably going to be the last time I'll ever be able to play this. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. Carrick's at the wheel. Carrick's no, at the wheel. No, Carrick's at the wheel. <laughs> don't worry, Chris. All you need to do is exactly what you what, what a lot of people, including yourself, have been putting around there. Just get the Rio Fernand. Give him the contract. Give him the year. You can do that with Carrick <laughs> if they every time they do well. Well, what are you going to go for, Brad? Let's start with you this time. It's the last game of the weekend. It's Sky Sports Sunday night kickoff. Um, which way do you see this going? Look, they got the win that they needed, Manchester United. They they, they got that win in midweek. Um, came late, and there were still signs at the back that it's not all going to be there. They'll probably be relieved that the, the fridge that was formerly known as Maguire isn't playing. I heard Chelsea are appealing his red card. <laughs> you know, I see that one post. There's a few of them floating around. Um, but... Uh, I want to say that the run continues and they kind of put on a bit of a show and and, and win it. Um, and I'm probably going to gain, going to go against my own prediction on this in, in the predictions league, which is why I'm always bottom or second bottom. Um, but I'm, I just can't see past Chelsea winning this, but I think it'll be a closer game and a better game for Manchester United. I think there'll be a lot more positives about this game for Man U. In, it, like, it'll, it'll be a close defeat they have. A better performance on them as well, but I just don't see them getting anything from it. Rich, good evening to you. How are you? Brad was talking about United yesterday. Ah, he's, he's, yeah, I uh... do. I do fancy them. I do think the win's going, but I want to keep... I've taken the gamble with the Man City result and, and back West Ham, and I'm just going to slowly edge the favourites out on this one just so I can keep me <laughs> keep myself on good points for the week. It's all tactical, Rich, 
<laughs> Nippon, good evening. Um, how the devil are you? Big Chelsea fan, get over to his channel and check it out. Manchester City is going for a West Ham win. I think that's because he's a Chelsea fan. Um, and he's going for a 1-1 against Man United. That is a surprise. Um, Scott is going for a draw. There's a lot of draws in there. Which way are you going to go, Steve? Chelsea win. Uh, watching the game against Leicester last week, I thought Chelsea were unbeatable. Um, yeah. The movement off the all round the pitch, uh, I think he's got it spot on. I think uh, people are taking chances, uh, which is causing clubs trouble because, you know, Chelsea are like Wolves when Wolves have that good season. You know how Chelsea are going to play uh, week in, week out, but how do you stop them? And I think... Um, the way he's got them all, all playing for each other. Um, it reminded me of when Leicester won the, won the league. So, um, I think Chelsea will win this quite comfortable. And they just pulled um, Juventus 4-0 yesterday. Yeah, That's yeah. no mean feat. I'm going to say two words, and those two words are Chelsea win. Um, I'm sorry for, for, for Man United. I don't think Carrick is your... Uh, your your answer, and I think, and it's not just Man United. In fairness, it's any club, but you've got to look at Man United and go, guys. You know, you're supposed to be one of the biggest clubs in the world, and here you are. You're making a decision, I believe, on the back of fans rather than for your head, because you've got rid of a manager now, and you could argue that you've done it so. If the new manager comes in, he's got a transfer window, but you don't intend getting a new manager in. Um, you're going to give it to, to, to Carrick for the short term, and then you're going to get an interim manager in until the end of the season. And what, what you know, how, how, how did that work out for you last time? Oh, he came in, he had a bit of a, a, a new manager's bounce. He gave him a permanent contract before his temporary one was up. Three years later, you've not won anything. Oh, sorry, you ne you nearly won the Europa League by failing in the Champions League. And I feel sorry for Man United fans because, as I say, you know they they a lot of the younger ones don't remember the pre Fergie years when they weren't that good. But it's just it's embarrassing for your club, and I think it's embarrassing for any football club to sack a manager. Not having an idea, and I'll give I'll give credit to Norwich for this. They sat their manager, and now whether they planned that or not, I don't know. But they thought, oh, hang on, Dean Smith's available, got him in, and within the week he was in place, and they got a win. So well done, Norwich, for that. Uh, whether it was planned or whether it was just a quick turnaround, whatever, you, you, it, it was amazing. But I'm sorry, you know, temporary manager, interim manager, permanent. I mean, you, Man United are a team. The, their, their phone, their recruitment phone should be ringing off the hook now with managers from all over. Can I come? Can I apply? Where do I send my CV to? And yet <laughs> they're not doing that. What is the plan? You know, you could say that, well, they're actually holding out for Brendan Rodgers at the end of the season, Steve. But, you know, <laughs> he's, A, would he go there? And B, would they have him now? And he's ex-Liverpool as well. I just... I think they look at Chelsea, Man United, and they're trying to copy the Chelsea because Chelsea have done this in the past and it's worked for them. But they seem to know what they're doing more than Man United at the moment. See, Man United, they've got a team of individuals. Yeah. Um, you, you can't change Man United. 
Um, the only way you'll change Man United if you've got rid of the core of their players they've got now and getting team players, uh, team players that will you know make make the club solid because you go back to the the glory days of Man United and that they only had one or two stars but they had team players, yeah, and that's what made Man United hard to beat. Same with Liverpool, you know, they get the names, but they get the names to play in the right positions and the way Liverpool system plays. You go back to Man United, which is happening the same at Leicester. He's changing the system and changing things every week. So, you know, they've lost their identity as well. So the only way a new manager will do well at Man United is getting four or five team players in and getting back to the basics. Because, you know... Look at the players they've got now. They're all world beaters, but why are they why are they not world beaters on the pitch anymore? Because you know, yeah. there's no there's no system, there's no hunger like you know. Look at Chelsea. Chelsea he hasn't done much on the buying side at Chelsea, but he's got the players that he had in the squad performing. Yeah, Man United shouldn't really want to buy any more players because they've got the the talent yeah. there at, at the club now even with the younger players, but they're not playing as a team. So, yeah. They're definitely not. Struggling for another year, year and a half, when you're not I mean, Liverpool struggled for 30 years between their glory years and winning something again. And, you know, Man United are moaning after five or six, Arsenal are moaning after one. But, Brad, can you believe, and I said this at the start of the season, if if the Manchester don't win something this or United don't win something this season with the players they've got, Ollie will go. He's gone earlier, but I think that's that's the Glaziers licking the fans' arse and trying to get on their side after the ESL fiasco. But can you believe when you look at the team and the players that they have got at their disposal in that squad, pound for pound, you'd probably say it's a better squad than Chelsea. But can you believe that we're sat here? With looking at that Man United squad and saying Chelsea are going to walk it, you can. Um, and the reason to that is if you, there is some United fans out there, you know, in particular, we know one of them, the, the lovely laughing voice that we heard in that clip is one of them. And then, um, you know, she did a show. And I just realised my camera's just on that. She did a show on it and, and they were talking about the problems with United and it's the fact that they have ever run out injured every week. They play assisted. They were playing a way that was very not suited to the player calibre they've got there. And no smoke without fire. We've heard this several times throughout the reports over the last three or four weeks that they didn't like the training. They didn't. It, the problem didn't seem to be Ollie. It seemed to be the people that were in charge of the training sessions and, 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 and the drills or whatever it was they were doing on there. They weren't happy with the coaching staff. Um, and yeah, you could argue there's some players out there on natural talent alone should be able to do whatever it is regardless. But when you're playing a McFred system, as they call Scott McTominay and, and Fred, you know, and people are screaming out for Donny van der Beek. All oh, the irony that the one person that everybody was arguing whether it was an Ollie signing or a board signing in Ollie's last game scores his last goal that he sees over as manager. Too little, too late. Um, mm. it, it's the title. Um, 
there was some glaring weaknesses. Um, Steve's correct. There's a load of talent in there. Sancho's a talent. Greenwood's a talent. Rashford might not be brilliant at the moment, but he's definitely a talent. Ronaldo, obviously. Cavani, obviously a talent. Bruno Fernandes. Varane's a talent. De Gea on his day, he's, he's up there as one of the best keepers when he's on con- consistent good form. But then you've got your Maguires, you've got your injury-prone buys. Um, you've got Lindelof, you've had Daly Blinds, you've got Luke Shaw, Tellers, and them playing your left-back. When Luke Shaw's been playing, then there's not a United fan out there that I know that wants Luke Shaw at left-back right now. They want Tellers to be given a chance. Well, and let, let's see what happens at the weekend. But way, I do think yeah, that it's going to be a, way, a, that team's got to that yeah. team still needs to have work done on it. Your, uh, your, but, your, your, your pajamas, Brad, look amazingly like mine. <laughs> it's a scary, scary bit. It? Do, you, do you buy the, do you buy yours at the same place? I'm going to cut it short before we get into a uh, literally every single Man United player that they've uh, they've got on the squad this season. Yeah. Uh, thank you both very, very much for coming on. Steve, you're there tomorrow night, did you say? I am, yes. Uh, well, I hope well, you bring more luck. Well, no, I'm going to say not more luck than with the predictions because you're doing well with the predictions this year. You've overtaken <laughs> me here. You're two points off Brad and you're only two points off Steve Walsh in the ex-players one. So, But I do hope you bring the luck to uh, to, to, the, to the... I know you said the walkers then, to the King yeah. Power tomorrow. And why are you there, Steve? Just use up all your luck, mate. are are you taking your boots along just in case I was just going to say I might just uh, jump on because um, (laughs) you know the way way that they've been playing and the systems they play I'll tell you what Steve if we could get you on I would do I'd be behind there pushing you onto the pitch (laughs) you know that time when when there's a story that Harry Redknapp says about there was a a fan behind him that was saying you know having a go at him I think it was a pre-season friendly yeah, and he turned around and said, well, you got your boots with you, go and put them on and uh, get on the pitch. And he went on and scored a goal. I can uh, <laughs> I can see that uh, see that happening. I'd be pushing you on. Steve, enjoy it. Thank you so much. Uh, next week, we're going to have uh, two shows, I think, because... Um, oh, um, because we've got... Yeah, we've got Southampton on the Wednesday and we've got... Um, Villa at the weekend, so it'll probably be a um a Tuesday next week, or possibly a Monday at the same time. We've actually we'll probably do two, the two the two games in one uh, in one show to to keep it easy. But uh, good luck, enjoy yourself tomorrow, mate. And as always, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Enjoyed it. Yeah, nice Cheers, to see you. And I'm glad to see you not in the toilet again. No, I've brought some new underpants, but I'm it's. The weather's gone that cold over this end. Oh, I can't sit in my pants. Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, I meant to ask about your underwear. That sounds really <laughs> bad, doesn't it? That sounds... Right. Can I just say, I'm going to just cover myself here, that Steve did message... I don't know if this sounds right either. Steve did message me in the week saying he was off to buy some new underwear. <laughs> so hopefully... Stop uh... digging. Stop digging. The weather's safe. <laughs> This hole's getting a lot bigger. Steve, well, let's leave it at that. Thank you so much. Enjoy yourself tomorrow. Take care, mate. Oh, see you later. Cheers. Uh, Brad, as always, mate, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. 
And, yeah, uh, yeah, it's all right, mate. It, I always enjoy these because I'm top of the league for now. I'm top of the league for now. <coughs> long ball, long ball, long ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's that's just upside down. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm just you, starting Steve's two points behind behind you, mate. Steve's two points behind you. This could get yeah, very interesting. Yeah, he's this week. Weekend. I talked him into a Watford draw. And watch it. We're going to smash him 4 now. Brilliant. All right, mate. Thank you so much. Take care no worries, and mate, stay too. safe. Cheers now. Yeah, Andrew, mate. Take care. Bye. Thanks to Brad, as always, knows what he's talking about. Always a pleasure to have him on. Um, so what have we got coming up? Um, we have got this. Indeed. Um, it's going to be a late one tomorrow, uh, so get your slippers and your cocoa out. Let's hope we've got something good to talk about, shall we? Uh, but just to run back over these predictions um, for this weekend, nobody thinks anybody at Arsenal can get anything at Newcastle. Wow. I, you know, I know it's, it's, it is a season, and as bad as our season is, we're only six points off uh, a European place, but that said, we're only six points off the relegation zone. But when I read some of these results and, and predictions out, excuse me, I'm like, wow, where did this come from? But we all think Arsenal aren't going to get a, a anything at home to uh, to Newcastle. Palace, um, myself and Steve think we'll get the win. Brad's going for his favourite, second favourite club, Villa. Uh, we all think Liverpool are going to smash Southampton. Sorry, Saints fans. You can have a go at me on the, on on Wednesday when I when I pop down to St Mary's to watch the game live. First live game for a long time for me. I am so looking forward. I'm off with my son. And I am so looking forward to it, especially as last time we were down there. Uh, and I went to watch Leicester at Southampton. We beat them 9-0. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, it's not going to happen this time, is it? No. Brad and Steve having a bit of a I do not believe it moment because they think that Norwich will beat Wolves. Um, I think it'll be, yeah, all right, you've had your couple of wins, Norwich. Get back down where you belong. I think Wolves will do them. None of us could agree on Brighton and, Le and Leeds. I just think, for me, Graham Potter's the man. He's at the wheel. He's going to do. He's going to be England manager soon, and I think he'll get the three points at this one. Um, myself and Brad think that we are going. To, this could be Brentford back on form. Steve's going for Everton. Um, Steve also thinks Burnley will get something. I think it'll be Tottenham, as indeed it does Bradders. Uh, Brad's gone for Leicester to win Watford. Mate, proud of you. Support the boys. Myself and Steve think it'll be a draw. I can't. I can't go against um, Leicester. I never can. But I just think Claudio's back. They're on the back of a great that great win. Man City, Brad thinks West Ham are going to get a point. Uh, myself and Steve think it's going to be a Man City win. And then we all think that Chelsea are going to just pummel Man United. Sorry, Man United fans. But there we go. So... It's a busy old week. Nervous about tomorrow? I know I am. If you've missed the show or you want to catch up on it, 
Don't forget, we are all over the place if you want to catch us up. Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Uh, if you want to watch it again or you, you want to even watch part of it, catch us on there. Sub to the step. Sub. Give us a sub and then you can set a reminder and you don't miss the shows. If you prefer to listen to us and, you know, I don't, don't know why you would when you got we've got top totty like brad on uh why would you want to um but if you do want to listen rather than watch then tune into one of the podcasts um it'll be up in about 20 minutes apple spotify google podcast addict anchor and many more many more out there that we apparently are on always ask your smart speaker to pay the podcast lester till i die um Thanks very much for everybody who um <laughs> Jeff. Hello, good evening. You 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 enter as I'm leaving. Yeah, we could go to many places with that. <laughs> Do catch up later, mate. <laughs> Would have been uh, it's been a pleasure to for you to pop in. Thank you for doing that anyway. Um now do you know what? I need cheering up. I don't know about you. Um I was gonna do this tomorrow, but do you know, it's one month and one day off Christmas. Do you think we should have a little bit of Christmas cheer? Yeah, I do. Let's go for it. The first play of the Lesson Till I Die Christmas outro. Good luck, guys, for tomorrow night. Let's hope we can get three points. I'll see you post-match. Slippers and cocoa and pajama bottoms for Brad and me. Take care, guys. Thanks for everybody who joined in. Thanks to Steve. Thanks for the comments. As always, it's a pleasure. See you tomorrow. Good night. <laughs> Thank you for watching. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes!
Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. So people are on the pitch, they think it's all over. It is now. Sports Social Podcast Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.